Oh, it's good. Rudy Giuliani gave a press conference today and he says that they have more than double the number of votes needed to overturn the election. A Pennsylvania governor says you're going to need to wear masks even in your own home. And The Atlantic has published a heartbreaking article praising the eugenics of babies with Down syndrome. This one really upset me. We've got all that and much more coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Hillary Kennedy. Yep, still filling in for Sarah Gonzalez, who's out on maternity leave. And we have a really, really full, really good show for you today. And of course, we have with us Yako Bullions, the president and founder of Share missed Together. You last week. I missed you guys too. It's good to be back. Good to see you. Jason again. was okay. He was really good. <laughs> we missed you. Thank you, Yako. I'll just keep sliding you money under the table for there those compliments. Go, Thank you. Um, and also, you're a host of the Yako Bullion Show. Thank so you. I want to make sure people know where to find you. Thank and then, Tim Young, we're happy to have you here. Comedian, political commentator, and just all around great guy. Am I? Well, I've known you for five minutes, and it sure seems like it so far. Yeah, you know, some people can't call me back, Yaku. I just want to say that. He can't. He never answers my calls, this guy. I try to be friends with him. He cuts me off. But this is going to come up. We're doing this important stuff. He wants to You've do comedy. You've been a comedy. little busy, I will say that. Tim, I'm going to call you this afternoon. No, you're not. Well, you might have to, because you guys might want to talk about this first story off the air, too. Yeah. This is a good one. So members of Donald Trump's legal team, they claimed to the American public at a press conference held this afternoon that Trump won the election in a landslide. Rudy Giuliani gives us all the details. Let's take a listen. In the states that we have indicated in red, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona, we more than double the number of votes needed to overturn the election in terms of provable illegal ballots. All you got to do to find out if I'm misleading you at all is to look at the lawsuits. Look what's alleged. Look at the affidavits. Maybe we can supply more affidavits. In order to do it, I have to get permission from the people. All right, so as he mentioned, he didn't present any of the alleged evidence. He cited general lawsuits and affidavits to support his claim. He said just then, you know, he hopes to make more of them public. Now, former Michael Flynn attorney Sidney Powell voiced her own outrage over the illegal actions, allegedly, uh, that swayed the election, and we have a clip of that as well. This is stunning, heartbreaking infuriating and the most unpatriotic acts I can even imagine for people in this country to have participated in in any way, shape or form. And I want the American public to know right now that we will not be intimidated. American patriots are fed up with the corruption from the local level to the highest level of our government and we are going to take this country back we are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to back down. We are going to clean this mess up now. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it. And we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. So Giuliani and Powell, they made some powerful statements. Yako, I'll start with you first. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a powerful team there, you know, and, and there's a lot happening behind the scenes as well. Look, there's, and it's smart. It's, smart, it's always smart not to show your whole hand because we know the left can pivot, man. They can, they're like chameleons. They can change color. So this is good. Look, inform the people. We've got ammunition and we're going to go to court. And, and, and I say this, if, if we do things by the legal system in this country, which has proven to serve us well for a long time, I believe he's going to stay in the White House. 
because there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a plethora and it keeps coming out every day. So just, just keep digging. Well, so Tim, I'd like to know your thoughts. You know, do you think the lawsuits and the affidavits are going to be enough evidence to keep the American people satisfied? Well, they're in, a, they're in two different fights here. There's a fight in court, and then there's a fight for this narrative. And the media, other than folks like you here that are actually fair and balanced, and, uh, you know, One American Newsmax, don't change the channel to them, uh, <laughs> they have been reporting fairly on this. But you can see social media and every media organization, including Fox News, has declared this for Biden and say that it's over, even though we know from evidence in the past with Al Gore and George, George W. Bush that this wasn't over until December. I, I, there's something clearly uh, nefarious that happened here. And it's very much so when I take a look at how the votes came in. It was like Democrats have been stealing a glass from their favorite restaurant for a while. This time they decided to take three tables. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why a lot of Democrats are very, very quiet in this instance, because they know some BS happened. It's just got to come out. I hope the team's got all the evidence they need. Mm -hmm. Lena, you're talking about the media. Attorney Jenna Ellis lambasted the press uh, at the conference, talking about the mainstream media as the court of public opinion. And she bashed them, bashed them as being biased. And we've got a clip of that. We go through a jury process. This is the court of public opinion right now. We are not trying our case in the court of public opinion because if we were, we would get unbiased jurors. I would strike 99% of you from the jury and I would be allowed to because of the fake news coverage you provide. You are not unbiased jurors. And until you step out of your role as a journalist and actually go into a courtroom and you are a judge on a bench, that has sworn an oath to be unbiased in our separation of powers, then your opinion does not matter. The facts matter, the truth matters, and if you are fair reporters, you will cover that fairly and appropriately and you will allow coverage of our media team here and our legal team. So Yako, I see you nodding your head. Yeah, look, Jenna's taking fire today. I've said it on the show many times, Jenna's a friend. So is Sidney Powell. These are good human beings. I, I, I know the mayor. I mean, these are good people. Um, and Jenna is a constitutional lawyer. Jenna knows the Constitution, you know. And so this is going to become a constitutional issue here. What are the laws of the United States of America? How are we supposed to run a fair and balanced election? What happened? And now it's just weighing, just weigh the scales with truth, right? And, and I think it's going to tip, as, as Tim was saying, nefarious, it's, it's going to weigh in favor of this. Some shady stuff that happened here. And now can you match it? with the law. Mm -hmm. Was the law transgressed? And instead of making accusations right now saying corruption, 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 let's ask some key questions such as who delivered the ballots? Were they authorized? Where did they come from? Where were they picked up? Which union endorsed Joe Biden? That is some, yeah, exactly. I, I, I've been saying this all week on the radio and I don't want to swear, but that is some Venezuela crap that mm -hmm. the postal workers union endorsed Joe Biden. That is something that happens in third world countries. The people handling these mail-in ballots sure. in record amounts are for the one guy. Yeah, and look, on. at, look at Zuckerberg's involvement. There's some payroll issues here. There's, there's Zucker boxes across the country. We need to look at the, just ask questions. Where did it come from? Who did it? Who's paying their paycheck? How do we shut down, you know, counting rooms? How do we get in on this Unanimously, money? exactly. No. <laughs> you want to get in on the money? Yeah. It's the money. That jacket's money. <laughs> that jacket is money. It's very you, nice. Thank you, <laughs> Well, so the Wall Street Journal, let's talk about kind of where we go from here. The Wall Street Journal reported that Trump's legal team has pending lawsuits in multiple states. They're working to halt the election result certifications. So if Trump's legal team is able to turn the election results around, 
How do you think America is going to handle that news? Well, uh, you know, maybe inner cities need to reboard themselves back up and get ready for the babies to start screaming and setting things on fire again. By the way, I couldn't help but notice that at the uh, the Million MAGA March in D.C., nothing was set on fire until Antifa came out later on. Uh, we just have to be prepared for the left to lose their minds again, and they will go farther than they have in the past. So, you know, it's like Black Friday at Target all the time for them, I think. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'm going to be the same on camera as I was off with you before the show. Right. This time around, I think they go to the streets. When President Trump's back in the White House, yeah, they're going to go back to the streets. They're going to set things on fire because that's what they do. But this time around, when the bully comes out, it's time to hit the bully in the mouth. I think that's what's going to happen. It's time. Mm -hmm. Gun sales have been through the roof for a reason. And uh, maybe toilet paper sales have been through and the I don't roof, call too, because for the left is ready to use the bathroom a little bit more. Than <laughs> yeah, usual. yeah. And I don't call for violence, but it's just consequence has you to come back You have the right in. to defend your property. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and just a note... Um, Yesterday, the Trump campaign transferred $3 million to Wisconsin for a partial recount. Today, they withdrew the lawsuit in Michigan, so things are still unfolding. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Cuomo. He just exploded at a reporter during a press conference over their school closures because they've had a rise in coronavirus cases in the Big Apple. That's why they're saying they needed to shut down these schools. But there was some confusion as to... Were they going to shut them down? Who's in charge? Is it de Blasio? Is it Cuomo? So a reporter asked him for clarification and he just went nuts. So here's a clip. So what's going on? Does the city still have the ability to close its schools? Are you now taking control and saying that you have the power to make this decision? And for the millions of parents who want to know, are the schools going to open tomorrow in New York City? All right. First of all, let's try not to be obnoxious and offensive in your tone. So what are you talking about? How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law, an orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. I'm still confused. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused. And I then I'll tell you what you mean. Still, parents are still confused as well. The schools no, in they're not confused. Tomorrow. You're confused. No, I think but parents read the are law, confused as well. Read the law and you won't be confused. Okay, so did you find that to be an unreasonable question for the reporter to be asking? I don't like your attitude asking me that question. Why are you so nasty <laughs> asking me that question? Like, what kind of, you would think for a guy with nipple rings that he'd be a little tougher in being able to answer questions from a journalist. That is a logical question. <laughs> I, I just, I can't believe that he behaves that way with journalists. And that's how, people only get defensive when they know they're either going to lie or they're wrong. And that's exactly what was happening I, there. I couldn't help it. You know, I couldn't see Cuomo. Do you remember this scene in Bad Boys? You know, Will Smith and, and Martin Lawrence, their police chief, with hoosah, just count, count. Don't overreact. And then he would lose his crap four <laughs> seconds later, right? That's Cuomo. He's like, come on now. Let's, let's not overreact. Also, the high pitch answer when he's answering the question. You go up there, you go up the scale when you get, when look, you get and a little intimidated. Look, and he says, follow the law. You mean the law you change every day? Who can keep up with your law? It's a disgrace. It's a joke. Your whole city, your whole state is, a, you know, is, is in ruins at this moment. Oh, because wait, yeah, so. he wrote a book about how great he is and how he solved sure. coronavirus. Sure. Who right. can forget that was his mission accomplished right. moment? Was it a family member that wrote it? Yeah, probably. It had to be his brother. 
his brother wrote a book about one his another. His brother's too busy working out naked in his backyard or whatever and leaking photos. Did you saw that? It's disgusting. I'm sorry to bring back bad memories. For My everybody. eyes will never be the same uh. after that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a lot of parents that are very upset in New York City because yeah. they had like less than 24 hours notice to yeah, figure exactly. out what to do and arrange for childcare and all of that. So that was upsetting. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Democratic Governor Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania. <sighs> They've got a new COVID rule saying, wear masks even in your own home. <laughs> now they've said their new rules are, wear your mask indoors and outdoors if you're away from your home. When you're outdoors, you've got to wear your mask if you're not able to be physically distant from people. When you're indoors, a mask will now be required even if you are physically distant from members if they're not from your own household. So if somebody from the outside comes to visit, you've got to have your mask on. And then, of course, this order also applies to every indoor facility, including homes, retail establishments, gyms, doctor's offices, public transit, anywhere food is prepared, packaged or served. But then again, there was a new study out of Denmark found, that found that those surgical masks don't protect wearers against infection with the coronavirus. So do you think the people of Pennsylvania are going to go, OK, sure, I'm in my own home. I'm going to go ahead and wear a mask. A friend of mine yesterday said, you know, if you tell people, hey, Corona can't get below three feet, everybody will start walking on their hands and knees. And mm -hmm. a part of that is not, it's actually not too far-fetched. There is, unfortunately, Hillary, a community in our country that will go to that extreme. You, you, you're actually going to see baby rates drop in Pennsylvania because husband and wives are going to sleep in different beds, some crazy, some crazy individuals. Mm -hmm. I hope not. I hope there's enough wherewithal to finally now see that they will not stop Pinky, take the arm. They'll push this thing as far as you think they're going to stop if they get Joe Biden in the White House. Newsflash. They're not. They're masking you in your home. Oh, please. Oh, please try. Right. Please come try. I hope someone in Pennsylvania, when someone knocks on the door, says, welcome. I kind of don't want the people who are disafraid of coronavirus to have kids. I think that's better <laughs> for society. So maybe let them sleep. Another. We can't fall don't, in don't encourage them we can't, to we can't make babies. Listen, I can't wait for Big C and Amy to deal with this at the Supreme Court. I think these are going to get moved yeah. to the Supreme Court very quickly. And by the way, I brought my, my mask. When I'm forced to wear a mask, uh, I know this turns into a podcast too, but uh, this is mine. You can zoom in. It says this protects you from nothing. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's a good PSA for everybody. It really is. Yeah. Because, like it. And it's true. And it's been scientifically proven now in, in uh, Denmark. Grant, Grant Stinchfield had a mask like that sitting in this chair, and it looked like underwear. He actually said it could have been made from underwear. So that <laughs> looks a little yeah, shady. Nothing's more scientific than a dirty T-shirt over your face to stop a virus. If, if only they had it during, like, the Black Plague and, like, everything <laughs> right. throughout history, That's everyone right. would still be alive. Yeah, but it's a feel-good gesture, right? <sighs> right making everybody feel comfortable. We appreciate that. <laughs> All right, we have more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. You know, this week we are we're waking up to a nightmare scenario. The left is on the brink of controlling the future of this nation, funded by corporations like Verizon, who took your hard-earned money and used it to put radicals in power. And this is why it is so important that we stick together and support companies who share our values. I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile because they never sent a penny to the left or Planned Parenthood or those who seek to shred our Constitution. You can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers for much less. And switching is, is really easy. You keep your phone number, you bring your own phone, or you can buy a new one. Just go to patriotmobile.com news or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 
That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders sleep even more, so please make the switch today. The same service, a lower price, the values you believe in. Get free activation and a special gift with the offer code NEWS. That's patriotmobile.com slash news. Patriotmobile.com slash news or 972-PATRIOT. We'll be back in a minute. Gavin Newsom's coronavirus dinner scandal. This thing just keeps growing because top California Medical Association officials were actually in attendance. Of course. Isn't that interesting? So we've had some photos emerge of the event that showed at least two top officials from the California Medical Association there. Now, the group claimed that their dinner didn't violate the state's coronavirus guidelines. They claimed it was held outside despite somebody saying, no, no, we had to close sliding glass doors because the party was being so loud and disruptive. It didn't show anybody at the event wearing a mask. But just last month, Newsom's office instructed people in his state that they had to wear a mask in between bites. Do you remember that? They were mm -hmm. saying, wear your mask in between bites of food yeah. or yeah. when you're drinking. Um, the tweet said, going out to eat with members of your household this weekend? Don't forget to keep your mask on in between bites. Do your part to keep those around you healthy. Do you think it even crossed his mind to wear a mask during dinner at this dinner no. party? You know why? Because it's not natural. It's not normal. It's not. It's abnormal. And you go, Yaku, well, these are abnormal circumstances. No, they're abnormal because we made them so. This is a virus. Yes, it's real. People get it. But the human immune system is showing us that the mortality rate is crashing. Yeah, everybody was talking spiked infections. Great. Show me a lot of infections and show me that the human nature can handle it. We can handle it. No, he didn't. You know, it's not even on his radar because it's a facade. Hillary, this is a game they play. It's all for votes. It's all for money. It's all for status and to keep their job as politicians. It's not to fix fix problems. I mean, no. So do you think that the fact that so many of them have been caught in this hypocrisy, do you think it's going to affect them in the long run with their jobs? Uh, it should, but it won't. Because again, you talk about these people who will wear a mask in their house, people who wear a mask when they're walking alone outside right. or yep. in their car. They're so paranoid that they look at these overlords that they have as if they're like Jesus ruling down upon them. I mean, th did you see how sickly the health, whatever her name was, the head of health for I believe it was LA looked? She looked like Beetlejuice. I don't want to listen to Beetlejuice, the undead, to make a ruling on myself or someone who is morbidly obese. If there's a governor who's morbidly obese, how could you listen to somebody? I'll just say it. Larry Hogan, judge me. It's fine. How can that guy who can't seem to find a treadmill tell me how I should live my life and be healthy? It just doesn't add up. Yeah, but it doesn't have to, Tim. Exactly. This is the, 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 the rules. They erase the lines on the field. We can't play a football game without lines. But we want to erase all lines in society. It's all fluid. It all moves just as they say. Just trust us. The overlords is the right term, right? But, but it's alarming to me to know that people will actually go to those extremes. They'll do it. And mm -hmm. they'll shame you for it. Saw a guy doing 65 miles an hour in a Harley Davidson the other day with not a, a bandana on, with a surgical mask on. I'm going, dude, COVID's coming for you. You better go faster. <laughs> you know, it's coming for you, buddy. You know, it's insanity. It, it's insanity, right? Be smart, be safe, but... Yeah, the hypocrisy just keeps showing yeah, up, though, yeah. boy. All right, so there are two states that said, we're not going to lockdown anymore. This isn't going to happen. Uh, I hope that's the case. It's the two largest Republican states, Texas and Florida. So this says Governor Greg Abbott 
he said there won't be any more lockdowns. We want to focus on working to heal those who have COVID so they can leave the hospitals and get back to their normal routines. And then uh, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis also said, we're not going to lock down and hurt families who can't afford to shelter in place for six weeks, especially not for a virus that has a 99.8% survival rate. Exactly. Logic. Exactly. Thank you. So they said one area of concern is assisted living facilities. Since those over 70 face the greatest threat from COVID, the governor is monitoring those numbers daily and is prepared to move therapeutic assets to those facilities in need. I, personally, I think that's the smart way to do it. But this is quite a drastic difference between the Democratic run states. I mean, this is very night and day. Do you think they're going to stick to their word and not have any more lockdowns? Do you think they're going to uh, bow to the pressure eventually? Uh, if, if Greg Abbott changes his mind on this, I hope he like shoots himself into space for safety because I know a lot of people who are ready to march on yeah. Austin immediately and basically yeah. burn everything to the ground. I've never heard people angrier about this, and that's maybe why uh, he in this state, who kind of backtracked before on restaurants, right. has decided to uh, say, I'm going to keep hands off. DeSantis isn't going to back off at all. Florida's rocking and doing their own thing. And I think we're going to see in the long run, with the mortality rate being as low as it is compared to you know what it was before and what we thought it was going to be, that in those states that remained open, it's not going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. It'll be the same as the other states. And it, it, all, it all comes down to reporting as well. You take a look at a place like Seattle that was reporting shooting victims as COVID uh, victims. Exactly. I mean, mm -hmm. so it depends again on the, the culture and, and how you're rewarding people in your state and maybe your politics on how you're reporting this stuff anyway. Yeah, Luke, I want to say welcome back, Governor Abbott. Welcome back, because he's been nowhere for a long time. And maybe DeSantis led the way, and he did, right? And maybe Governor Abbott just got enough pressure from the, from the Texans, because I know, I know they called his office and said, what are we doing? This is Texas. So welcome back. Can't backtrack on this one. I agree with you, because in this state, they'll go nuts. You know, the, the good guys will say, enough is enough. We can't shut down, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, some other states will follow. Georgia's governor, for a moment there in COVID, kind of stood up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Remember, he was the first to open, yep. even before Texas, and then kind of drifted into space again. He, he, he bring right. him There's back. There's been a lot of waffling this year. Bring some of the other well, guys back. He's got back. some other problems in yeah. Georgia right now. He's got <laughs> no, to deal with, too. That, guy's, that guy, I think, is hiding in a bunker somewhere right now. Well... <laughs> Yeah. If he's not, he should maybe find one, right? Yeah. Just in yeah. case. Yeah. yeah. Paid <laughs> well, for by Dominion. Anyway. <laughs> so if you live or own a business in Las Vegas, boy, it's being tough there because uh, you got a tough go there because the city is sending compliance ambassadors to check on businesses to make sure that they're obeying directives regarding COVID-19. This is kind of a big brother thing for the government to do, isn't it? To send people y to check up huge, on you and make sure that... Huge overreach. Huge overreach. I mean, this is like nas nationalizing things, right? Mm -hmm. But also look at... I, I married a writer, right? So words are so important. Ambassadors. COVID ambassadors. Now, these are ambassadors. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get past that. I can't stand it. Now, these are these are overlords. These are you know In new Nazi behavior. Come knocking on your door, saying, "Hey, excuse me." You know, are you going to raise your right hand when we say "dance, puppet"? In every post-apocalyptic movie or or book or most of them, they're called peacekeepers, right? They they always have these very nice names, exactly. but they're like mm -hmm. the darkest of things. I hope these folks realize what they're signing up to do. And I hope they realize what they're going along with here because they are definitely part of the problem. And it's a very scary problem. It's a much bigger problem than COVID will ever be. And, and can we talk just about this is Nevada. Mm -hmm. This is Vegas. That's falling apart. OK, it's falling apart. 
who are these people? Is this, is this law enforcement? Right? No, so they, they can't actually fine you directly. They report the violations that they see and then you are fined. But it's by still a city resource. Correct. It's still time, it's mm -hmm. still money. Can that resource not maybe go into cleaning up the strip in Vegas? You know, helping the rest of Las Vegas that's falling apart. Can these resources not actually going to really helping those in need? Oh, the homeless? Oh, the drug addicted that's all over the place? Can we not actually go help real people? That's not the problem. Family no. gatherings at holidays are. <laughs> people going, people wanting to worship God in one place is the problem. Not homeless people, not drug addiction, not prostitution in large amounts. No, none of that. Right. It's people who want to go to church and want to gather and, and be wholesome. The ambassadors right. or, or checking up on people to make sure they're wearing masks inside their homes in Pennsylvania if they have any outside visitors. This there. is good. I just, I, I fear for the people who signed up for these jobs because I just, I feel like people, we're at a breaking point it as a country. Make it violent. Yes, I mm -hmm. think it, I, I have no doubt that it will. The wrong home, you knock on that door, you come in. Right. Make it yeah, be ready. All right, so we have more to come, but first we want to thank our sponsor, New Calm. You know, dealing with stress, it can be a daily struggle. That's why you should give New Calm a try, because no matter what life throws at you, New Calm will reduce your stress level. So now instead of the day owning you, you can now own the day. You know, New Calm is the only stress management system of its kind. It's clinically proven in over 1 million sessions to improve your sleep, reduce your stress, and then boost your recovery without drugs and side effects. The New Calm system, it uses cutting-edge neuroscience, and it consists of three non-invasive and non-pharmaceutical items, all of which are included in your monthly subscription that costs less than a daily cup of coffee. The whole process is easy to use and to work into your daily routine to achieve better sleep, yay, reduce stress, and boost recovery. So you can own the day with New Calm. And we have a special link set up specifically for our listeners. Go to whynewcalm.com and get 50% off your 30-day subscription of New Calm and the money-back guarantee. That's whynewcalm.com, whynewcalm.com. We'll be back in a minute. If you're a gun owner, you could be facing tens of billions of dollars in new taxes to keep the guns that you already own under Joe Biden's gun uh, ban and tax plan. So at least 20 million rifles and 150 million ammunition magazines would be caught up in the sales ban and registration scheme that Biden touted on the campaign trail. So he wants to ban new sales of AR-15 rifles and similar firearms, as well as any ammunition magazine holding more than 10 rounds, sizes that come standard on most rifles and handguns. Now he would pay some owners to surrender the affected guns that they legally own and then force everyone else to register guns under the National Firearms Act. And it would require owners to pay a $200 tax stamp for each item. It's interesting because this year there's been record gun sales. I mean, ammunition's gotten so expensive, it can be really hard to find. Um, people are saying the, the attitude here in America is shifting because people feel like we need to be able to protect our, our rights, our families. We don't need the government controlling our destiny. So since the number of people applying for gun licenses and things like that have been going up drastically, both for the, the right and the left, is it really a good idea for Biden to try and do this? I wish we could roll the tape. Now, let's just go back to, to the president saying, are you going to ra raise taxes, Joe? You're going to raise taxes, Joe? I'm not going to raise taxes. Of course. You know, you're going to abolish the Second Amendment. We're going to try, but if we can't, we'll just tax you on your guns. Get ready. That, that is what it will be like under a Biden. It's not going to stop at a gun tax. 
I joke and say they'll, they'll lobby an oxygen tax if, if they could, right? But this is serious. Now remember, Beto ran on the same thing in Texas. Hey, I'll pay you for your AR-15s. And Texas said, come get them, buddy. <laughs> and we had banners and posters, come get them. No, this is going to get ugly. Really, really ugly. Because the people are buying guns for a reason, Hillary. They're buying guns because they know government can't keep them safe, although they promise to. They defund the police. They go, all right, I'll protect my family. And so, sh so they should, right? Mm -hmm. So this is going to get ugly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't know how anyone in Texas would be uh, paying that tax. We're, you should never mess with the people who own the guns. I, I just feel like the left, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a conversation, hopefully one day, hopefully not one day, but also maybe, who knows, uh, where we go, what, what were you thinking when you came up with that idea? What were you thinking when you did that? Because mm -hmm. here we are now. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I just want to know, why would Americans agree to pay a tax on something that they already own? No, they shouldn't. I mean, that just seems absurd. Well, Virginians pay a tax on their car every year. There are, there are these nickel and dimers everywhere. So I don't know how... Look at uh, California. I mean, good gracious. They tax everything. Yeah, it's But ridiculous. it's the only way they can pay for the policies, though, Tim. They can't pay, they can't pay for anything. They can't. They'll, they'll literally be decrepit. They'll die. These states will die off if it wasn't for federal funding. It wasn't printing money and coming in. So they'll tax it. This is not an empty threat, by the way. They'll come for the guns. They'll tax it. I'm just glad that I'm a, a resident of the state that is a republic that can remove itself from the Well, welcome. Because <laughs> yes, you welcome lost your mind for like a like decade. <laughs> you know, you're back. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, yeah. I made welcome. the right call moving back to Texas. Yeah. Well, it's going to be tough. Uh, the report on this said the kinds of rifles that Biden wants to ban made up nearly half of all the rifles produced in 2018. So that's, that's an uphill battle. Good luck, good luck with that. All right, so let's talk a little bit about an interview with MSNBC. John Brennan said, we need to repair the damage Donald Trump's done with his Middle East policies. We have a clip of this. Let's take a listen. Recent reports that Donald Trump was actively considering a major military strike against uh, Iranian targets really is quite disturbing because uh, we, what we don't want to do is to trigger some type of conflict right now during this transition period when Joe Biden has to pick up the pieces on January 20th. So uh, Mike Pompeo has demonstrated time and again that he's willing to do Donald Trump's bidding irrespective of what the implications are for U.S. national security interests. And so I'm hoping that there's going to be no activity that really is going to make it more difficult for us to try to repair the damage that has been done over the last four years in terms of Donald Trump's actions on Middle East policies. It really needs to be addressed very carefully. And that's why I think it is outrageous that Joe Biden and his team have not been allowed to have insight into what is currently underway in the Middle East and around the world. So, Tim, do you think he's referring that damage he's referring to is the uh, the historic peace deals that Trump put together? It's or? tough out there, man. Listen, we're supposed to be giving money to Iran so that they can enrich their nuclear uh, their nuclear weapons. We're not supposed to be stopping them. And by the way, this is a this has been a media narrative. This has been a narrative from the left for a long time that that the, the Trump administration isn't keeping the Biden uh, camp advised of things. As a uh, a major candidate for a, a political party, you're kept advised of what's happening. He's already got clearance he's getting this information this is a false narrative that's been pushed that he's being uh, kept out of the loop or kept in the dark about all of these decisions it's mm -hmm. what they want you to believe Harry we've never seen the peace in a long time that they, they, they're standing in tow to make peace with Israel at the moment to make peace in the Middle East the damage he's referring to is the damage to their pockets 
it lined their pockets, the Clintons, the Obamas, the Bidens, it lined their pockets to have the Middle East control the oil and gas industry of the world. It's to their benefit to have their friends in the Middle East control, because that's what you're going to see under a Biden. You're going to see the power shift away from America as a net energy exporter. The power is going to go back. Welcome $4 gas at the pump again. It's going to give the Middle East money and power again. And war is going to break out in the Middle East again, because they're going to fight over territory and a commodity that enriched them. Today, the commodity is less valuable to them. Why? Because the USA took over in power. The Bidens will give it back to them. Power will shift back to the Middle East, and this country will be back at war. You know, I just thought of something really, a great idea, actually, for if there is a Biden administration. He could just make Hunter Secretary of Energy. He's got a lot of experience with Ukraine, with China. He's been around the world. He's been getting all these contracts. Buddy, Hunter will walk the walls of the White House, and that alone, for me, fighting trafficking and the things that guy's been involved with, that should send shivers down your spine. I mean, because he's not going to get prosecuted if his dad's the president of the United States. They're going to make that go away. At this rate, I doubt he's going to get prosecuted now. Yeah, yeah. We're all waiting for more evidence on that. I think everybody's Mm -hmm. like, where is Hunter? We want details. So why do you think the media can't just admit that Trump did at least one thing right? I mean, the things that he's done in the Middle East are, are historic and monumental, and they're still saying, oh, well, he's done all this damage. It's crazy to me. Because they can't, because their base, their base is 100% dependent on, you know, villainizing, you know, Orange Man. Orange Man bad, the villainizing the president. It's his fault. Everything is his fault. You know, they'd blame him for, for hemorrhoids at this point. You know, <laughs> I mean, they just, this is, this is it. It's Trump, 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 Trump. And I, I doubt that f- a lot of people voted for Biden. They voted, some voted against Trump. Not for, but how can you be for Biden? What is Biden about? He's about taking your money is what he's about. I, I actually, not to change the subject, but I still can't believe the record number of votes for Joe Biden when Donald Trump increased his base by at least 10 million. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's called theft. Exactly. There's no way with these policies, even with the media working against him, trying to make him look bad, these legitimate votes that came in and these legal votes that came in for Donald Trump, I don't think we've ever seen a president increase their base that greatly for a second term. Right. You can't convince me that people want Joe Biden and want this media narrative of everything is terrible. It's so true. When you look at the footage of the rallies, a Biden rally versus a Trump rally, I mean, it was so night and day that you had to go, well, OK, if all of these people are voting for where were they? Where was the support when he was campaigning? There are more people in the studio, one, two, three. <laughs> than at a six. Biden rally. Yeah. You mean the honks? <laughs> Every once in a while, the applaud with the honk? Honk, honk. With the brand new cars, even though even though it was a, a were car rally, all, no, were right. those all Jeeps yes, lined all, up in the all front? All the new Jeeps. What was that about? It was a fake rally. They couldn't even get out. people to pull up in a, an empty parking lot. So funny. All right, we got to go to break, but we'll be back with more in just a minute. That was yeah, yeah. true. Like Chrysler Jeep, I want to find out. Very sponsored, didn't it? Yeah, it was so sponsored. Well, it had every one of the twenty-one cars, different ones. Kelly Loeffler, a Republican in Georgia, she's accused of violating ethics rules with a, quote, fundraising pitch when she was doing an interview with Fox News. Let's take a listen. Warnock, 80 percent out of state campaign contributions to your 35 percent. Are you pointing that out as something of concern or is that in line perhaps with what we have seen with some of these other hotly contested races? 
Well, look, we know that hundreds of millions of dark liberal money is pouring into our state. That's why it's so important that everyone across the country get involved. They can visit kellyforsenate.com to chip in five or ten bucks and get involved, volunteer. But what we have to make sure Georgians do is vote at the polls on January 5th or before because we, it is our state, this is our election, and we're not going to let them buy it. Not California, not New York. Chuck Schumer's not going to take Georgia. It's not available to New York or California. All right, so the Senate's rules and standards of conduct for campaign activity, they prohibit Senate, Senate members and staff from receiving or soliciting campaign contributions in any federal building. So that's why this is... I guess newsworthy. The Democratic Party of Georgia announced today that it's filing a complaint against Loeffler with the Senate Ethics Committee and requests that the Department of or the Justice Department, excuse me, investigate the matter. They're saying she's using her position of power for personal and political advantage by illegally asking for donations on national television while on federal property. They're saying she broke Senate rules and also federal law, so that's why they're filing these complaints. So there's been a lot of clips of her opponent. Representative Warnock praising socialism, claiming you can't serve God and be in the military. But apparently this is what the media wants to focus on with her. Does this just seem like they're willing to pounce on anything? Pretty much. And and I could care less about this, honestly. Like, this is a situation where even if she's found guilty of this, they'll be like, hey, don't do it again. Okay, cool. Have a nice day. Like, this is so minor in the grand scheme of things and everything that Democrats have gotten away with. It's amazing. It's a shame that Republicans don't behave the same way, though, because really, if we nitpicked everything Democrats did, maybe we'd have some censorship in uh, in the Congress. Maybe we'd have some people get impeached or removed from Congress. But Republicans just never seem to get the stones to step up and go after people and attack the way that Democrats do. And that's really the big disappointing part of the whole thing. Yeah, look, they are they will grab at every at everything and anything. And sure, there are there are rules, right? And and I do think it's a slap on the wrist, if so. But let's put it into perspective here, okay? You're talking about real hard evidence of 1.3 million dollars flowing to the Bidens, traveling on you know you know federal planes with his father, the family receiving money because of his office, abusing the office. Real evidence, and and as conservatives, we have the evidence. It's there. And then we go, OK, we'll wait till you let us know what we're going to do with it. They will go after this like a dog on a bone. Something as little as this, for instance, mm -hmm. with Kelly. Or like imagine if a congresswoman were to marry her brother in an immigration scheme to get him over from Europe. No, I don't right. know. It's not like a. You mean, you mean if, if you had like let like AOC kind of stuff? Uh, be Ilhan Omar. Is oh, what oh, I was Ilhan Omar. There. That's actually <laughs> there was an actual journalist who did actual journalism and uncovered that, and it's just gone poof. Yeah, but Elon, which which marriage? Which one? You know, brother's marriage? Because there's so the many. No, she. Yeah. There was an immigration scheme to get her brother over through marriage. It was That's a whole. Right. Th it's a whole to do. Right. It wasn't this. Don't get dirty with this story. It was just a scheme. You know. Right. Exactly. Well, let's talk about another story. This one. This one really, really bothers me, and I'm sure it's going to bother a lot of people. The Atlantic. They shocked people <laughs> by putting together this very polarizing feature. Now, it's accused of promoting the mass abortion of children who are determined to have Down syndrome through prenatal testing. So basically, Newsbusters, the managing editor there, Curtis Hogg, accused them of cheering eugenics and the murder of people with Down syndrome simply because of who God created them to be. Now, what they wrote in the article is nearly all expecting mothers choose to take the test of those who get a Down syndrome diagnosis. More than 95 percent choose to abort. 
Now, this is in Denmark. This isn't in the United States. Um, but Denmark was one of the first countries in the world to offer the prenatal Down syndrome screening to every pregnant woman. And they started doing this back in 2004. The article says, you know, few people speak publicly about wanting to eliminate Down syndrome, yet individual choices are adding up to something very close to that. So it, it, it kind of turns to eugenics. It explains that it evokes images that are specific and heinous, forced sterilization of the feeble-minded, kind of the inspired the racial hygiene of the Nazis who gassed or otherwise killed tens of thousands of people with disabilities, many of them children. Do you think the world has gotten to a point of being open to eugenics? A lot of people were really praising this article. M many were not. So I do want to say there were a lot of people very vocal about let it. Let me tell you something. We have a bad history in this country with eugenics. Very bad. 1906, for 70 years, California. California sterilized people without knowing. Okay, go look it up. We have a really bad history in this country with eugenics, deciding who gets to live and who doesn't. This is interlaced with your Planned Parenthood movement. Oh yeah. This is all about it. Let me tell you a very quick story, okay? And the women who are watching, you'll attest to this. It's how it's presented in the OB's office. That's what this is all about, right? The first OB with our first child in Dallas, Texas, the first meeting, the OB said to my wife, now we're going to do this screen at this time. We hadn't been parents yet. And then you have the choice to abort if it's down. And my wife said, why would I take the test? I wouldn't do anything different anyway, right? Mm -hmm. It's how it's presented. Is there any coercion? Is there any forceful tone? Do they frown upon you when you say you don't want to take the test, which we haven't? three children because mm -hmm. I wouldn't do anything different because God created that child. That child should live and we should care for that child. It is eugenics, but we have a bad history in this country with eugenics and, and people will fall for it because it they bought into the Planned Parenthood you it know, was the system. whole founding of Planned Parenthood was eugenics. Margaret mm -hmm. Sanger wanted to make sure black people didn't exist. Yeah. She wanted to make sure that we kept our, our racial, you know, whatever, cleanse or whatever. I forget what the exact words were. It was disgusting. And so, yeah, and we're on that slippery slope every moment of every day with the concept of, of perfection and how people are like you have to be this like certain hotness and, and not have any problems and you know Instagram it goes into a lot of things and how our culture is being based now but yeah no that's what Planned Parenthood was based on eugenics that's that's mm -hmm. their whole scheme but where does it stop Tim when she can decide okay a Down syndrome kid shouldn't live right now Don't what ask else Ralph Northam because it could now, stop now, now what else now yeah, well, then we're going to go to the child that maybe is born with some disability, maybe not, you know, one arm is misformed. So where does it stop? It doesn't. No. This is the thing. It's, it's get a wedge in the door that's so far overreach that anything in between, it's just going to fly. It's disturbing. I mean, on every level. I, I think what's so scary is because it is becoming so common in Denmark. I, I, I just don't want to see this become common practice in America. Can't. We're not far from it. But it can't. We've got to fight like I know. heck. I it agree. Can't. All right. I'm not going to leave the show on a low note. We're coming back with our question of the day, so stick around. I mean, that's playing God at, at, at the highest level. Yeah, I agree. If the slippery slope does go to everywhere from like hair color to whatever else exactly. you can pick up in here. Our question yesterday was, who's the future of the Republican Party? Is it the Trumps, Dan Crenshaw, Christy Noem, or Ted Cruz? 44.4% of you said the Trumps. What do you guys think? Tim Scott's in there too. I'm surprised he didn't make the cut. I think the future, <laughs> of, I think the future of the Republican Party is going to be much more diverse than we've ever seen in the Republican Party of, of the past and much more diverse than the Democrat Party. Well, yeah, yeah no, it should be. No, from that list, it's the Trumps. It's not, it, yeah. 
Yeah. Trump's here. I said Christy Nome, but I, I can see the Trumps well, as well. She is a babe. All right, so our question today is, should the government pass another COVID-19 stimulus bill? I know a lot of people, that's like one of the top Google searches y every day. Yes, what I said quickly. No, open the country up and let the economy thrive and let it, let it fix itself. Now, if you're not going to open the country up, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice, right? But not the left stimulus bill of four, five, twelve trillion dollars, and they'll keep going. Something reasonable, something constructive. But but my ideal choice is now just open the economy up. Yeah. yeah same here. My friend, who's a billionaire, didn't make enough. He didn't make quite ninety thousand dollars last year, and he got a stimulus check. That should enrage everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he cashed it. <laughs> Pay for dinner. Did well, I mean, it? hey. Whoever's paying for dinner, I'm there. No, Tim, where can people find you if they want to know more about you, follow you? Uh, at Tim Runs His Mouth on Parlor and Twitter. See, I've said Parlor first because I'm woke. Perfect. And Yanko, what I'm about woke? you? It, it's Money Tim. It should be Money Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram <laughs> and yakuboyans.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for the last Buy the mug. Buy the yeah. mug. Get the mug. <laughs> Get the mug. We love you, Sarah. And we miss you, Sarah. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.